0: This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz
1: app. This is Fresh FM, your community access radio station. Broadcasting across the Top of the South in Nelson, Tasman on 104.8, Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, Blenheim on 88.9 and the Nelson CBD on 107.2. And streaming to the planet through our website freshfm.net. Welcome to our show, Heads Up, brought to you by the Brain Injury Association, Top of the South, with help from the Neurological Foundation, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9 a.m. Special mention to our fantastic sponsors, the Nelson Clinic, and of course Fresh FM for making this show happen. If you like any information about the support groups or the services they provide at the Brain Energy Association, please call Emma on 03. 546-6656 for any help or head to braininjury.nz Every Friday we meet at various places so next Friday we'll be at bowling at Sports Richmond please note time change 11.30 so we have the area to ourselves, $10 per person RSVP Emma on 03546-656
2: Alright guys, my name's Emma, I work at the Brain Injury Association Top of the South. Um, I'm just here to have a wee chat about Heads Up, our show that we have here on Fresh FM. Um, It has historically been running for quite some time, however uh, the format of the show is changing. So our fantastic Peter Berland, who is one of our long-standing members um, at the Brain Injury Association, will be hosting the show and sharing with you all uh, the Brain Injury Support Group whereabouts every month, how to contact us and what's coming up the following week. Pete has been involved in this show for many years and is super passionate about helping people and, and inform those living with brain injury. We're very excited to announce the Neurological Foundation will be collaborating with us on the show and providing some amazing content. We'll have interviews with renowned doctors and scientists and information and education. A little bit about the Neurological Foundation, if you're unaware, uh, is a New Zealand charity that funds vital research and ongoing education into neurological conditions, which includes diseases and disorders of the brain, spine and nerves. The Foundation's sole focus is to work towards the treatment, management and prevention of the neurological conditions by funding research and education. One in five New Zealanders suffers from a neurological condition. A little bit around the Brain Injury Association and what we do is we provide advocacy for people, support, information, and education to the top of the South. We help people navigate the health system after having a brain injury, which can be really hard work. Uh, We also have membership and support groups that we run weekly. These are a great way for people to keep socialising and just to have support. You do not have to have a brain injury to come to these support groups. You can also be a family member living alongside brain injury because you also need some support too.
1: Both the Brain Injury Association and the Neurological Foundation are not-for-profits and need your ongoing support to continue help people in our community. Head to these websites if you wish to donate. BrainInjury.nz or neurological.org.nz.
2: Today we are joined by Rich Easton, the CEO of the Neurological Foundation. Tēnā
3: A big thank you to the Top of the South chapter of the Brain Injury Awareness Organisation for sharing this platform with the Neurological Foundation to bring to the community different topics and insights into the large area of brain health and research. One in five New Zealanders currently suffer from a neurological condition. The Foundation has a simple dual mandate to offer education and awareness about these conditions and to fundraise to support our researchers, clinicians and scientists to find out more about these conditions and to find a cure. Our tagline is a pathway to hope and we truly believe that is what the Neurological Foundation offers. My name is Kelly Bain. I am the South Island Relationship Specialist and here with me today is our CEO, Rich Easton, who is coming to us from Auckland via Zoom. Now, not too long ago on TVNZ's Sunday programme, there was a story about Su Bob Parker and the current fight he is in from suffering a brain bleed. Professor Alan Barber was interviewed on the programme. In 2007, the Neurological Foundation decided to bridge the gap between neuroscience and neurology and established the Neurological Foundation Chair of Clinical Neurology within the Faculty of Medical and Health Sciences at the University of Auckland. The position was created to provide a direct link between the University's neuroscience researchers and the Clinical Neurology Unit at the Auckland City Hospital. The theory behind the strategy was that patient outcomes would improve if researchers could work alongside clinicians, and 14 years later that theory has been proven to be correct. In 2008, following an extensive fundraising campaign, the Neurological Foundation appointed clinical neurologist Professor Alan Barber as the Neurological Foundation Chair of Clinical Neurology. Now, Rich that's a lot of big words and I'm just hoping if you're able to expand on the partnership and what outcomes it's had for the many New Zealanders and indeed the people that live in the top of the south.
0: Kia ora. thanks uh, Kelly for setting the scene. Yeah, the Neurological Foundation's really excited about the relationship we have with Professor Alan Barber uh, in his role as the Chair of Clinical Neurology. So he works with one foot firmly planted in the hospital in Auckland District Health Board's uh, main centre in Grafton. Uh, and then the other foot firmly planted at the University of Auckland, uh, where he carries out research alongside his clinical practice work. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, um, his relationship with us goes back a lot further than that. He was one of the recipients of our Chapman Fellowship, where we funded him as part of his neurology training to go overseas and learn new techniques that would be brought back into New Zealand Uh, and he spent a lot of time overseas learning about the clot retrieval processes, Mm. learning how best practice was carried out overseas with the goal of bringing that back into New Zealand. Uh, And then since, since he's returned and we set up the chair role over the last 10 plus years, Alan's been working really hard to then make sure that the retrieval mechanisms and all of the associated work around that is able to be leveraged for New Zealanders. Uh, So his first goal was to implement that at the Auckland Hospital putting in place the ability to do plot retrieval which is basically putting in a catheter into uh, your groin area and it goes up into your brain and extracts the blood clot um, and can be done in a very short space of time and can turn a patient from somebody who is almost completely incapacitated, can't walk or talk in some instances, through to in a number of instances, them being able to walk out of hospital a day or two or three days later with almost no effects Mm -hmm. of the major stroke that they've had. It's a life-changing type operation um, that is able to provide hope for people impacted by a stroke in New Zealand. And Alan's work has carried on from there. um, He's then worked with the local support services, so with uh, ambulance services and with the rescue helicopters, so that when the patient arrives at the hospital, they're actually in a position of being able to go straight into getting a CT scan to find out where the blood clot is and then hopping into the very next room to have the operation to remove it. So removing all of the hurdles of trying to be admitted into the hospital because they know how urgent it is. But it doesn't end there. Um, You know, the facility that Alan has built, uh, the coverage in Auckland is from kind of Taranaki right up to the top of the North Island. Uh, And then Alan's been working really closely with Wellington and Christchurch District Health Boards to be able to implement the same capabilities for their um, support teams in those two regions. And for those in the top of the South Island, you have the ability to, you know, be flown by helicopter to the Wellington hospital to be able to have the same procedure is now something that Alan and the team, the specialists around the country, have been able to put in place. So overall, a really exciting time um, in terms of what the outcomes can be for people in New Zealand that have had a stroke.
3: Mm, It's pretty incredible. And as impressive as Alan is, I'm also keen for us to fold in Dr. William DeProse, who works with Alan. Are you able to talk a bit about William?
0: Yes, uh, thank you, Kelly. the The actual relationship we have with Alan and in his role as a chair, um, it's not just to fund Alan and his research. We actually fund two fellowships that sit alongside Alan, and one of those had just finished. Um, the end of last year was Dr. William Duprose. So William had been doing a lot of work alongside Alan, looking at a whole pile of techniques that would improve the outcomes for people that were having the clot retrieval. Mm -hmm. So an example of that was um, some of the work uh, William did was to look at the different types and approaches for giving the anesthetic to the person before they went in to have the operation and looking at what impact That had for the individual, depending on the way that they'd applied the Mm. anaesthetic. Mm. Um, So William uh, and uh, Alan have published quite a number of papers that um, will begin to be looking at areas that can change or improve clinical practice. Um, The the, the two fellows, so so William is one of those. We had another um, fellow, Mary Claire, uh, Mary Claire Smith, and she's been doing a lot of work around clock. Uh, after the stroke and caught retrieval, mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of work around recovery modelling and looking at the rehabilitation programmes. Um, and we've just got a new fellow started this year, um, Jay, who is starting to look at some more areas around improving the whole end-to-end experience for people that have had a stroke.
3: So I suppose it's also when we you've been talking about now four people that you've highlighted that have been able to continue their research, continue helping clinically New Zealanders all because, well not all because, but a lot of the support that Alan got way back at the start was the Chapman Fellow that the Neurological Foundation has established. I know that we... um, I didn't brief you on this actually when I was talking to you, but could you maybe, because it is our 50th year, maybe talk about the Chapman Fellow. We're highlighting a few of them this year and I am just think it'd be good to pop it into context as to, as to how that particular um, scholarship helps people.
0: Yeah, look, that's a really good point. So the Chapman Fellow was set up quite a, a number of years ago and it was set up with the purpose of encouraging trainee neurologists mm. in the early part of their career to consider not only the clinical practice and the experiences that they were learning, but also to spend some of their time during that training actually learning research practices as well because yeah. in the work that they do um, with patients day to day, they often see opportunities or areas for further investigation or improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was where Alan... Um, Received as, as part of his training to be a neurologist. And we've had a few other um, people that have a very close relationship with the foundation. So, our first ever Chapman Fellow was Dr. Neil Anderson. Neil is a full time neurologist at Auckland District Health Board. And he actually um, gives us some of his time every month as our, um, our medical advisor. So, working with um, the whole of our team with. Sarah, our research manager uh, and the donor team to help answer questions that have um, come up from people with clinical uh, to make sure that um, we, we represent the answers from a clinical viewpoint accurately. Um, our previous chairperson, Dr. Barry Snow, uh, so Barry is the uh, head of adult medicine at Auckland. He's also a neurologist and he was our second the Chapman fellow. And, now, he's taken that and, and carried on the research elements. that has been doing research in the Parkinson's areas for many, many years mm. alongside his clinical practice and his um, management and oversight practices at the hospital as well. So as an organisation, we're really excited because not only do we help grow new neurologists as part of their career, but also that they have a long-term relationship with us, um, both from a research and from a clinical practice perspective.
3: And I think they're also part of the legacy that they were helped and now they're also helping. So it's a wonderful circle um, of community, really, isn't it, I think? I mean, I know Neil is yeah. incredibly humble and will hopefully get him on this program at some stage, but um, he is an d- incredible man that got this fellowship many years ago and now he's, as you say, helping us
0: yeah and look we every year we have funding for at least one Chapman fellow, and you know that that's been a, a key point in many, many uh, neurologists careers. You know one of the challenges that faces New Zealand is you know the growing burden of neurological conditions. yes uh, yeah, we're all living older. we're not passing away from other things like heart attacks anymore. And so neurological conditions like oh. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Um, tendons where they show up later in life that are becoming more prevalent Uh, and so having more neurologists is really important and then having more neurologists that also are able to work with researchers to uh, promote looking at ways of curing or reducing the impacts of neurological diseases just as important um, as being able to treat patients um, that are suffering at at a day-to-day level.
3: Yeah, well, absolutely. Thanks for explaining a lot of that. Um, now, this is the first of many segments that we're so very pleased to be able to bring you. We aim to highlight research, the clinicians, activities that are happening in your area, and also because, especially in the South Island, we're great travellers, we'll also take some time to highlight events that is happening in the whole island. We publish a quarterly magazine called Headlines. It's filled with stories of who the Foundation has funded, stories of the scientists and their research, and sometimes stories of the people that make it all happen, which is the magic of our donors. Please contact me to provide any feedback or suggestions of what you'd like us to to discuss, um, and maybe who you'd like to hear from on this. Uh, We have a strong community of people that we've funded in the 50 years that we've been a charity, and these people are always really willing to give their time and more than happy to discuss their research and share their knowledge. My email address is kelly.bane, K-E-L-L-I-E dot Bain, B-A-I-N, at neurological.org.nz, or more simply, go to our website, neurological.org, and you can find my details there. Rich, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we sign off for this segment?
0: Thank you for the opportunity to um, talk to all of you today. Really excited about the work that the Neurological Foundation's been funding in our last 50 years. We've funded over $51 million of research and things like Parkinson's, seven, seven and a half million strokes, about five and a half, Alzheimer's and dementia around four and a half, uh, and a lot of other areas, epilepsy, motor neuron, etc. And all of that comes from the generosity of New Zealanders throughout the country through the donations they give us every year and through the bequests that they live us in the world. So a huge thank you to everybody that supported us. We simply can't do the work that we're able to funding these researchers without your support. So thank you on
3: behalf of all of us, the Foundation and all of the researchers. Yeah it's incredible and Rich before I let you away because I know you're a man of statistics, um, can you also tell us just quickly, we do punch above our weight in so many areas and our research and what we've been able to do compared to a couple of other countries, especially per capita, is pretty impressive. Are you able to just show those numbers?
0: Yeah, uh, look it's really interesting, I was chatting to my colleague in Australia, their organisations a similar age to us, and over the last 50 or so years, they've put about 9 or $10 million into research, um, so a significantly different, uh, um, slightly different model in Australia, but in terms of size of the population there versus here, definitely punching way over their weight. Um, and about a couple of months ago, had a meeting where their counterparts in the UK and it's their 50th anniversary this year and kind of do a pound-so-dollar conversion. Mm. In their 50 years, they've put in about the same amount of research funding as we have in our 50 years, but recognising a population base of 50 plus million rather than five or so. Yeah, it's
3: pretty um, incredible.
0: So quite different in terms of the size that we've been able to, and all of that through generosity and passion from New
3: Zealanders. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I also would quite like to end where we started, which is about Professor Alan Barber. He's also done some incredible work when we're talking statistics and looking at um, the UK, if you want to just talk about those two before we sign off. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, The things have changed a little bit over the last uh, year or so with COVID, but Alan was telling me in 2019 the comparison or the stroke clot retrieval in auckland hospital they did the same number of stroke um, clot retrievals than they've done in the whole of scotland amazing Uh, and they had done more than the whole of london in that year um so things have moved on obviously in terms of the clinical practice overseas as they have here in new zealand as well but in terms of Kind of comparative population base is just significantly different. Yes. And yet, New Zealand's been in a great position to make such a difference in the pathway to hope for
3: so, so many New Zealanders struck down by a stroke. Yeah, no, it's incredible. Well, thanks for your time, Rich, and thank you all for listening. A big thank you to the Top of the South Brain Injury Awareness Chapter, and of course, thank you to all the donors to the Neurological Foundation. Your support is truly valued.
2: Many thanks again to our fantastic supporters at the Neurological Foundation for providing us with that interview, and to our sponsors, the Nelson Clinic. Tune in to Heads Up, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9.
0: Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.